Welcome to episode 001, the very first episode of the Focused on Freelance Instructional Design podcast. And I have an amazing first episode for you today where I talk about why hiring agencies and clients aren't calling you and how to get job recruiters and offers to start approaching you. So let's get started. Welcome to the Focused on Freelance Instructional Design podcast, where each and every week, you'll get proven practical tips and advice from a teacher who successfully transitioned to freelance instructional design while working full-time as a single mom. And now, here's your host, Crystal Osterberg. Hello and welcome, everyone. You're listening to the Focused on Freelance Instructional Design podcast. I'm Crystal Osterberg, and today is a very special episode because it's the very first one. I have so many exciting things already planned for this podcast, so you want to make sure and subscribe so that you never miss an episode. I can't wait to teach you best practices and tips on how to succeed with focusing your instructional design career and on your own freelance business. I'm also the host of the eLearning and Instructional Design for Beginners podcast. Now today, I'm going to be talking to you about why hiring agencies and clients aren't calling you and how to get job recruiters and job offers to start approaching you. But before we begin, I'm going to start off each episode with an instructional design freelancer free tool of the week. And this week's free tool of the week is GreenShot. Any instructional designer knows the importance of having a quality screen capture tool available at the click of a button. Of course, there are some amazing paid options out there when it comes to screen capturing tools, But if you're on a budget, then there is a fantastic open source option available that has many features that are similar to popular tools like Snagit. This free alternative to Snagit is called GreenShot. Even if you're a fan and user of Snagit, I strongly recommend that you download this free tool and give it a shot. All right, so now let's move on to the main topic of the episode. Why are freelance clients not contacting you for your instructional design work? You could have the most incredible services to offer and the most desirable skill sets, projects that you've spent tirelessly perfecting each and every element of them. It's by far one of the most frustrating aspects of trying to find freelance or consulting work for your instructional design business and career. After all, Your skill sets, previous work experience, and overall tech knowledge that's displayed within your website and on your portfolio should very well make you a strong candidate for the e-learning developer and instructional design positions that you're applying for. But clients aren't contacting you, and you're left scratching your head wondering why. Well, there may be a good reason for it, and I'm going to help you find out what it is. If you're a freelance instructional designer or trying to build your own consulting business and are not hearing from clients or employers, you probably need to start taking a different approach. If you're not hearing back about jobs you've applied for or work you're submitting proposals for, there's probably a reason why employers or potential clients aren't responding. In fact, There might even be several reasons why this might be happening. 
But that's not what's going to be the main focal point of today's podcast episode. Did you know that you don't have to spend hours upon hours trying to land instructional design work and that there are things that you can do that will have potential employers and clients approach you instead? In this week's podcast episode, we're going to take a look at five common reasons why clients or employers aren't hiring you, and more importantly, ways to turn those limitations around and get job offers to come to you instead of the other way around. So number one, you lack industry connections. So what should you do about it? Start networking. Freelance and consultant instructional designers are often hired because they have connections, people whom they network with who are able to help them in their search for work. You need to get out there and network with everyone you know, from friends and family to former coworkers, employers, professors, etc. Networking is all about opportunities and connections, and it's a great way to help gain additional experience and add unique strategies to your toolkit. When you meet new people, you basically get a chance to use their skills to your advantage. Of course, you must also give back something. Your services, your knowledge, your money, or something along those lines. Successful freelance instructional designers and consultants always network and create those long-lasting, profitable relationships. The more networking you can do, the better off you will be in the long run. So get active in instructional design communities and let people in your network know that you're building your instructional design freelance and consulting business and you're looking for new clients. Make sure that they're aware of your skills and experience by sharing with them your most recent portfolio and providing them with a link to your business website. If they think that you're a fit for a certain job, they won't hesitate to recommend you. Communities like Slack and LinkedIn are great ways for connecting with like-minded peers, coworkers, and teams. If you haven't heard of Slack, it's a real-time messaging app that's really popular in the corporate space. Professional communities use Slack as a place to come together, share resources, and help one another, and it's the perfect place to go expand your network. But to be honest, forums and communities like Slack are slowly not as important as freelancers and marketing yourself and your own website and your space. But with that in mind, I do recommend Slack with helping and building your network. So number two, why hiring agencies aren't calling you or clients aren't approaching you. You don't have a defined personal brand. So what should you do about it? Build your brand and promote it. You are your brand. And in order for your instructional design, freelancer, consulting business and career to succeed, you need to build a brand and promote it as much as possible. Freelance instructional designers should brand their business and services and constantly improve them. You can do this by starting a blog, creating a professional social media presence, or simply by providing awesome services. LinkedIn is an especially great tool for building your freelance and consulting career and businesses. It's important that you create a LinkedIn page for your business and establish your brand, which will allow you to really promote your business, yourself as a professional, 
and someone who's an expert in the instructional design field. Make sure that you keep both your business page and profile up to date, especially when it comes to contact information. So when an employer or potential client searches for you, they'll be able to contact you if they're interested in learning more. Number three, your website looks unprofessional. So how do you overcome it? Make it better. A professional looking freelancer website is one of the most important things that you can do to grow your instructional design career and business and get more clients. Not only is it not expensive at all, but depending on tools and hosting you use for your site, it really shouldn't take that long to put together something simple starting out. The most important part is that you start attracting and landing way higher quality clients once you have your own professional looking business website. Your well-created website will make your business look professional. And when you look like a real business, people are willing to pay you more. That's why I think that your freelancing or consulting website is one of the most important things that you can do to start attracting higher paying and higher quality clients to your instructional design business. Number four, your skills are coming off unclear. So how do you overcome it? Identify your outcomes. Freelance and consulting instructional design clients hire you for your outcomes, not for your skills. The most important priority a client is looking for is the outcome you can deliver, followed by how much you charge. Some examples of outcomes include a gamified micro-learning activity, responding to customer objections, a slide deck presentation on time management, or an instructor guide created in Canva. You need to be displaying in your portfolio and showing clients projects and e-learning courses that focus on your knowledge application at work. Don't show them your whole portfolio. Instead, customize it to the exact examples that they'll actually be interested in. So how do you create unique outcomes? By honing in on your interests and continuously building on those skill sets. That's what the ID Plan Academy is for. The Academy is a step-by-step plan to building an instructional design freelance or consulting career and business. I provide you with all the tools you need to truly develop your skills and define your niche as an instructional designer, and then how to actually go out there and successfully find those clients that you're looking for and what your instructional design business and career and what you have to offer. Another critical factor that differentiates the successful from the non-successful is always raising your standards and growing your skills. After you've clearly identified your outcomes, you should then quantify these outcomes by creating a scope of work by time and cost. This information needs to be clearly displayed on the services page of your website. To learn more about creating a scope of work, be sure to check out the ID Plan Academy. Number five, what you have to offer isn't needed. So how do you fix it? Find your ideal clients. You need to be strategic about the types of clients you want to work for and how you do the research. Pay attention to what other freelancers are working on, and you'll get the sense of which industries have the most consistent need for help. Ideal clients are the results of matching these three variables. Number one, 
what clients need. Number two, what you offer, which I discussed in number four. And number three, where clients express their needs. And there are four main places to find these ideal clients. Number one, your existing network. Number two, freelancer communities. Number three, social networks like LinkedIn or Facebook. And number four, freelance marketplaces, either general like Upwork or more instructional designer niche like Slack, as discussed earlier in this episode. If you don't have a large network, indexing instructional designer industry thriving communities like LinkedIn with searches such as, quote, looking for instructional designer, unquote, might lead you to your first client. Now, the most important thing you need to learn from this tip is that you need to do your own research. Don't depend on the hot tips from a colleague about how to find clients or what the next biggest trend is. Do the deep digging yourself, and I guarantee you'll land your first client in no time. After completing the research, determine if the opportunities you saw appeal to you. What subject matters, project types, and clients seem right to you. Take note of what spaces are asking for freelance help and decide if any of the industries you discovered resonate with you. So that's it. Those are the most common five reasons why freelance clients aren't offering you work for your instructional design services. So why aren't clients hiring you? A lot of it comes down to simple research, establishing and showcasing your website and outputs, and getting to know people in the industry and what clients actually need. If you're finding that your freelance instructional design business isn't attracting the clients you'd like it to, go through each of the points discussed here and ask yourself honestly, does this one apply to me? What can I do to improve this? It may be that you rushed into building your website without doing due diligence on your target market. If this is the case, don't worry. You can always pull this back and take the right steps now to increase those job offers. If you do make the changes but still struggle to increase getting those job offers and clients to be reaching out to you, head on over to the ID Plan Academy and become a member. We have tons of resources that will help you out and a supportive community on hand to offer you support. All right, now let's end this episode with focus and our bonus tip of the week. Now, as we discussed in today's episode, one of the biggest reasons clients probably aren't hiring you is your lack of industry connections, which is why networking is so important. And if you don't have an awareness of the instructional design industry, expanding your network can be a bit of a challenge. So here are four things that getting in the habit of following the instructional design industry will do for you. Number one, it will keep you current and allow you to do your job better. You'll know which tools are highly rated and preferred by people in similar roles. You can also get advice and recommendations and improve your work. Number two, Following trends prepares you for changes in the instructional design industry. If you see new products are coming out or are shifting to a new way of doing things, you'll be prepared to pick up new skills and make recommendations to fellow instructional designers. And number three, you'll find the best sources of information and expertise, including blogs and writers. And number four, 
you'll discover new people to reach out to and connect with. For example, if you need to hire outsourcing work, such as a voiceover artist, your network will be your go-to place for that assistance. All right, that's it from me for this week. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. If you enjoyed this week's episode, be sure to hit the five-star review button and let me know how much you enjoy the show. Not only will that let me know that I'm doing a good job, but it will also help me reach more people, make more of an impact, and help others on their freelance instructional design success. I sure would appreciate it if you have a chance to leave a review. Be sure to let me know on social, in the Freelance Instructional Designers Mastermind Facebook group, or in the Freelance Instructional Designers Mastermind LinkedIn group, and make sure you leave the at symbol before the name so that I can thank you personally. I always read my reviews and comments individually, and I really appreciate them, and I appreciate you. And hopefully you'll join me next week for another episode of the Focused Freelance Instructional Design Podcast. 